read the same scripture in Matthew. The harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. Pray that the Lord send laborers and workers into the harvest. And we understand that that word harvest <coughs> is multidimensional and has both spiritual and natural impact for us. Last week, we were in the also the Old Testament, and we were in Leviticus talking about making room for a new harvest. And our text was in Leviticus 26. And we're going to be in Genesis today, but I want to read the first verse of Leviticus 26 again. And it says, Leviticus 26 and 1, don't make idols or set up carved images or sacred pillars or sculptured stones in your land so you may worship them. I am the Lord your God. And in there, in that word, in that scripture, the word used there is worship. We understand that worship is what God wants from us. And the way that we worship him is with our lives. Praise the name of God. And we should all desire uh, to have a life that God accepts. And we understand that God's word is where he lists his requirements for what we have to do to be in relationship with him. In Genesis chapter 4, verse 1, it says, Now Adam had sexual relations with his wife, Eve, and she became pregnant. And when she gave birth to Cain, she said, With the Lord's help, somebody say, With the Lord's help, don't you know? Whatever you do is possible because the Lord help. Praise God. Anybody need the Lord's help? I need the Lord's help. Say that I need the Lord's help. Don't you know when the Lord helps us, when he blesses us, we should have a response of worship. Thank you, Holy Ghost. She said, with the Lord's help, I have produced. Don't you know? Uh, that God wants you to produce, but he wants us to produce in his way. Notice this, and we don't like to say this in church, but Adam had sexual relations, not with another man, but with a woman. Praise the Lord. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. Praise God. If we want the blessings of the Lord, and it was with his wife. Look at that part. Thank you. The Lord put them in covenant relationship. And and then he blessed them, and he said, produce. Don't you know the the production we should want is the production that's in alignment with God's way, with his order, with his plan. And so we have to be obedient to what his words say. Man and the world have done everything it can to do to change 
the trajectory of who we are. But don't you know, God have not changed. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And nobody have the right to change what his word says and what his word have prescribed for how we are to live. I don't care what type of law we make and what type of constitution we write. The constitution that we need to abide by as believers is the word of God. Y'all not saying nothing today. We need an understanding of what God's word has said so we can live in alignment with how he wants us to live. And we can produce the right thing, the right way. She said, with the Lord's help, I have produced a man. If it was not possible without the order of God. And later, she gave birth again to his brother and named him Abel. Abel's name is not identified and described here, but Abel's name meant breath, a breeze. And when they grew up, Abel became a shepherd, while Cain cultivated the ground. And verse 3 is where we're going to take our text today. says, when it was time for the harvest, I've declared it's harvest time. It's harvest time. Say that in the room. It's harvest time. It's harvest time. God wants to bless you. God wants to Produce something great and miraculous from your life. And when it was harvest time for Cain and Abel, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Verse 4 says, Abel also brought a gift. But Abel's gift is described differently. It says that he brought the best. Somebody say the best. Abel didn't just bring any gift. He brought the best gift that he had of the firstborn lambs from his flock. And the word of God says that the Lord accepted Abel and his gift. Hallelujah. I want you to know that God is not in the business of rejection, but he's in the business of accepting us into his kingdom, regardless of who we are or what we've done. God wants you to be in relationship with him. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but verse 5, he did not accept Cain and his gift, and this made Cain very angry, angry, and he looked dejected. And the Lord asked him in verse 6, why are you so angry? And the Lord asked Cain, why do you look so dejected? Basically what the Lord said, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? And he says in verse 7, you will be accepted if you do what is right. You want God to come into your life. We've got to accept him. And we've got to obey him. Amen. We have to accept him. And not only do we have to accept him, but then we have to walk with him. We have to obey him. 
And the Lord gives Cain this opportunity. He didn't say you are rejected forever. He said if you do what's right. But if you refuse to do what's right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you. You must subdue it. Somebody say subdue it. Subdue what? We have to subdue sin. And how do we subdue sin? We subdue it with the choices that we make. Hallelujah. With the life we live, the path we choose, we must subdue it or it will take over. It will take over. And so the question I have for you today, and I presented and declared it's harvest time, but when your harvest comes, how will you respond with your harvest? God doesn't have a problem producing through us. But what do we do after he have blessed us? How do we respond to the word of God? I don't know about you, but I want to produce a harvest that's acceptable to God. Thank you. God's way is better. Somebody say better than our way. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Regardless of the cost, obey God. Regardless of what you have to give up, obey God. Regardless of who walks away from you, when you come to Christ, obey God. Regardless of what people think about you and how you worship, obey God. That's the key. Obedience is the key. Somebody say that. Obedience is the key to blessing. Obedience is the key to being blessed. We have to do what God's word say do. Now, I want to submit to you today that both Cain and Abel received instruction from God on how to worship. But Cain made a choice to disobey the word of God. And he did it his way. But Abel was obedient to what God's word said. And he did it God's way. Why did either one of them bring a gift? Because God told them to. He told them, I'm going to bless you. He told them to work. And he told them, when you receive and when you come into your season of harvest, don't forget about me. When you come into your season of harvest, don't forget about the Lord. Cain didn't forget, but Cain tried to change and deviated from the word. He did it his way. Abel did it God's way. We can get clarity from Hebrews 11 and 4. It says there that it was by faith that Abel 
brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man and God showed his approval of his gifts. And although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. How will you respond with your harvest? We need to respond in faith. Say that. I'm going to respond to harvest with faith. Harvest requires faith in what God has said. Y'all not listening to me. Harvest requires faith in what the word of God has declared. First John 1 and 3 verse 12 says, Not as Cain, who was that wicked one. And we lead later in the Genesis 4 how Cain got angry. And Cain got jealous, so he says, I'm going to get rid of my brother, my God. The first murder occurred in Genesis chapter 4 when Cain slew his brother because he made the wrong choice. He didn't respond with, to the harvest in the right way. We read in 1 John 3 and 12, it says, Wherefore slew him? Why? Because his works were evil, and his brothers was righteous. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Just meditate on that. Cain's works were evil, but his brothers were righteous. Hallelujah. Eve was given the ability by God to carry something, to bring forth something, to produce something. And it wasn't just a thing, but it was a living person that came from her. She was to bear, to bring forth. But it required travail. Listen to this. Harvest, I've said this, is hard work. Harvest, or another word we can use is birthing. When God is birthing something from you and in you, it's difficult. She was not able to do this without being in alignment with the word. She needed a man. It took two opposites to produce, to bring forth what God wanted, appointed, and designed. Don't you know that God wants to produce a harvest out of your life, but he wants you to do it in a way that's right, holy. Somebody say holy, pleasing, and acceptable, not in your sight. This is the problem many of us struggle with. We do what we think is right, but listen, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I thought it was okay. But listen, God don't want us to think it's okay. He wants us to do what his words say. Not what's in our sight, but what's in his sight. God wants us to be holy with our harvest. 
Harvest requires an action and a response. What will you do with your harvest? How will you respond to the harvest? Let me say this another way. Don't let God bless you, help you, and then you don't show up with the best that you have. Another thing to look at this is looking this as, as an act of worship. God was the one that caused the harvest to be possible. And so I want to give him the praise and the thanks and the worship that he deserves. Don't hold back your best praise and your best worship. Numbers 18 and 12 says, I also give you the harvest gifts brought by the people as offerings to the Lord. The best of the olive oil, the best of the new wine, the best of the grain. God wants what's our best. Don't you know sometimes what your best is looks different from my best, but we aren't to compare. Sometimes what we do when God blesses us, we take our harvest and we compare it to somebody else's harvest. And then we find ourselves in a place of anger and rejection. But it's not because God didn't do something for us. It's because we have not responded correctly with what we have been given. I'm trying to help you this morning. What will you do with your harvest? Cain had the opportunity to bring God something that was just as good, but he chose not to. We can't offer God our best. Let me submit this to you. Cain was in a place of disobedience. His heart wasn't right. And so everything that Cain offered up was, was skewed. All right? Listen to this. Nobody is perfect. Nobody. The only person that was without sin was God. And God is not trying us to, to uh, he doesn't have unreasonable expectations for us. But we all can make a choice whether to obey God or not to. To trust God or not to. To walk in faith or not to walk in faith. Y'all listen to what I'm saying this morning? We can't offer God our best if we let sin rule over our life. The word of God says, let sin no longer have what? Dominion over you. Y'all listening this morning? Don't let sin have dominion over you. How will you respond with your harvest? I can't respond the right way if my heart, if I haven't given it to God. I will never be able to worship him like I should if I don't give up my system and my order of doing things and come into alignment with his system and his order of doing things. Y'all listen to what I'm saying this morning. Cain didn't offer his best to the Lord because there was a problem with sin in his life. Proverbs 21 and 27 says, The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination. How much more when, it, when he bringeth it with a wicked mind? Help us, Lord. Somebody told me when I was coming up, 
if it don't start right, it's not going to ever be right. Sometimes we are trying to work our way with God, but we, we can't work our way to salvation. The Bible says he that come to God must believe he's a reward of them that diligently seek him. By grace are you saved through faith, not of works, lest any man should boast. You say, God, how can me, how can what I do, what I give, how I worship, how can it ever be good enough? Listen, God understands that we are in a fallen environment, but he have put in a, pro a production for us, a pattern for us to be saved. And it came through a living sacrifice. The living sacrifice was Jesus Christ. There are different interpretations of this text. I'm going to deal with it this morning. One of them was God accepted Cain's gift. Not God rejected Cain's gift and accepted Abel's gift just because God was sovereign. And he chose, I'm a blessed one and I'm going to accept one and I'm going to reject the other. That's just one of them. Another one is that the sacrifice that Cain brought came from the ground. And the ground had been cursed because his parents deviated from the word of the Lord. And so the origin of Cain's gift wasn't right. Y'all not listening to me. Another thing there is that the, the, the sacrifice that Cain brought was a non-blood sacrifice. All right. The act of bringing the offering for sin was foreshadowing the coming of the Redeemer, Jesus. Behold, the Lamb of God that cometh that take away the sins of the world, who would eventually offer himself up for the sins of the world. It was not a blood sacrifice, but Cain brought a work of his hands. Don't you know we need to put our hand in his hand? to experience his harvest. Another theory is that the gift that Cain brought was a poor quality. He didn't bring his best, but Abel did. Another theory there is that Cain had an attitude problem. He didn't give with the right spirit. Y'all listening to me this morning. Cain's judgment is declared in Genesis 4 and 11. He says, you were cursed from the earth, which has opened his mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond, you shall be on the earth. We are either in one of these two categories. We live as a Cain or we live as an Abel. And don't you know Abel's life was cut short in the natural because of sin that his brother got jealous and he took his life. But don't you know that we don't want to live like Cain lived because he spent the rest of his life running, all right? He was running. How are you going to respond with your harvest? Am, how am I going to respond to the, the God bringing Christ into the earth? Am I going to live in such a way that pleases him, or am I going to do what I'm going to do? Am I going to give him the best of my worship and my praise, or am I just going to give him something that is half-hearted, or that is really not from a place of something that is important to me? The Bible doesn't specifically say why he accepted 
Abel's offering, why he didn't accept Cain's offering. Cain was born first. Abel was not first. But we can imply from the nature of the gift, it wasn't the quantity of it, but it was the quality of it. It was the priority from which the gift was made. It was not about the object itself, but it was about the place from where the gift was coming from. The condition of the heart and soul seeking to please God. It was the reaction. It was the response that got God's attention. Don't you know it's God is looking at you and he wants to know how you're going to respond to the harvest. Are you going to be stingy and selfish? Are you going to give him the best that he deserves? Are you going to hold back what you think belongs to you? Are you going to release the blessing that he brings into your life? Thank you, Lord. Don't ever get to a place where you think God's more concerned about your performance versus he's more interested in your desire to please him and be acceptable to him. The sacrifice God wants is not how much, but how meaningful is our worship. Thank you, Lord. See, we should respond to God in everything we do in the manner in which we love him. And we have to love him more than we love it. Listen to me. We have to love God more than we love things. We have to love God more than we love our possessions. That name Cain, his name meant possession. But are we more attached to things or more we are more attached to of wanting to be in relationship with God? Abel's name meant breath. Breath denotes life, living. God doesn't want a sacrifice that's dead. He wants a worship that's alive. Y'all listening to me today? How will you respond with your harvest? Thank you, Lord. Our love for God has to be stronger than the attachment to the possessions on the earth. Heaven and earth shall pass away but my word won't pass away. Abel brought a quality gift because he realized that he owed God a praise. Why? Because it was God that gave him the breath. It was God that gave him the ability to be able to work in the field as a shepherd, to be able to even bring forth the best of what he had to offer. Thank you, Lord. He owed God worship. Because it was God that breathed life into him. Eve knew and gave God praise and credit when she brought forth her son. She understood that it was with the Lord's help that she was able to possess. But from this same name we can see Cain came because of God. But Cain didn't realize that it was not possessions that make us who we are. But it's the profession it's the word that comes out of our mouth, the living breath that God gives us. The life that God has given us is more important than the things we possess. The things we possess spiritually, what is on the inside helps to shape how we live, how we serve, how we love, how we give, and how we worship. God wants us to worship the right way. This harvest that he speaks about, in the New Testament is a harvest of souls. It's a harvest of men and women 
he says it's plentiful. And he says even now, as it was declared for them, that when it was time for harvest, they presented something. But everybody didn't present the same thing. And listen, God wants to know what are you going to present during this time of harvest? What are you bringing? Are you going to bring me half of a praise? Are you going to bring me half of worship? Are you going to bring me the best of what you have to offer in terms of being in alignment with what my word says? Thank you, Lord. God gives to us, but he gives to us so he can give through us. God gave you the breath that you have right now. It wasn't just for you, but it was because there's something that he has for you to do. There's somewhere he has for you to go. There's something that he has for you to reach. There's some kingdom thing that he wants to come out of your life, but it won't happen if you don't give yourself fully to him. If you attach yourself to the things that are here, you've got to be able and be willing when the harvest comes that you respond, that say, Lord, you're my everything. And so I'll give up. I'll release whatever I've got because I know what you've got is better than anything that I've been given materially. God gives things to people. He can get things through to other people. Y'all listening to me? And he wants to produce a harvest from your life. There's something on the inside of you just like it was on the inside of Eve and Adam, that's designed to produce, to bring forth, just like it was inside of Cain and Abel, to bless the earth. So don't discount what you've been given. Maybe Cain thought my possession or my practice and profession was not as equal to Abel being a shepherd. But don't you know, God gives each one his own, and it's up to us to make the best of what he have called for us to be and to do what he wants us to do and not to compare ourselves to others because every time we do that, we'll find ourselves in a place like Cain was, angry and dejected. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Don't belittle where you are or how you've been blessed. Don't discount what you've been given. Don't be stingy or hold on to the blessing. But bring it to the Lord. Somebody say, bring it to the Lord. How am I going to respond with my harvest? I'm going to bring it to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Don't just bring the thing. Sometimes we confuse this with giving in the offering. And we sometimes we confuse this with volunteering. But the Lord says, I want you to bring me your worship. Thank you, Holy Ghost. But I don't want you just to bring me any kind of worship. I want a worship that comes from the right place. I want a worship that comes from a heart that has come under the grace of God. I want a response from you that isn't a bitter response, but I want a response from you that's been purified by the blood of Christ. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Romans 12, 1, through 1 and 2 says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies of what? A living sacrifice, holy, 
acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And then he says in verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good. Somebody say, I want to prove what is good. That's how I want to respond with the harvest. I want to prove what's good, acceptable, and the perfect will of God. Lord, I want my harvest to be acceptable in your sight. Lord, I want my worship to please you. I want the way I live my life to honor you. I want the things I touch and the, the places I go to, to give reverence to you. Lord, I thank you this morning. There's a difference between something and your best thing. Cain and Abel brought gifts before the Lord, but Cain brought a gift. But Abel brought his best. What are you holding back? What has God blessed you with? What has God brought you from? What has God done for you that you're not willing to give him a praise and worship, give back to him just a portion of what he's done to you? Even when we do it, and even when we give, we can use this, that he says, I love a cheerful giver. See, listen, God don't want us to come and bring him a, a frown to worship, but he wants to be us to be joyful and glad and rejoice. Thank you, Holy Ghost. God asked Cain, why do you look dejected? Why are you looking dejected? Hallelujah. You have to watch your reaction. Tell somebody, watch your reaction. Thank you, Lord. Don't you know God looks at how we react to a thing? It's not just what we do, but it's how we do it. Y'all not saying nothing today. It's not just when we worship, but it's how we worship. It's not just when we're being kind. You can, ever y'all heard this term, you can be a nice, nasty. That don't even go together. How can you be nice and nasty at the same time? Listen, <laughs> God wants us to do things his way. Thank you, Lord. He don't want us to mix it up. He doesn't want us to come like Cain did uh, and, and then respond like Cain did. We've got to learn how to control our emotions. How are we going to respond with our harvest? How are we going to respond with a blessing? How are we going to respond to what God is doing? We have to control our reaction and our responses with others and with the Lord. Most of us at some point have had to deal with anger or rejection. The Bible said, though, but be angry and don't sin. See, a lot of us right now, we are letting the enemy get the upper hand. Sin have control in our life because and when we respond to things the wrong way. Somebody say, Lord, help my response. Lord, help my worship. Lord, help my praise. Lord, help me to get in a place with you. The where what I'm giving, how I'm living, what I'm doing, it, it honors you. And it's acceptable before you. Thank you, Lord. It's one thing to be rejected by people. It's another thing to be rejected by God. God wasn't focused on the amount, but he was focused on the acceptability of something. The harvest that Cain brought was dead, but don't bring God dead praise and worship. The harvest that Abel brought was alive. It came from the firstborn of the lambs that had breath. When God gave you breath, what are you doing with it? How are you using it? 
how are you responding to it? Everybody has the ability to produce something, but the something that you are producing, is it honoring and pleasing and acceptable to the Lord? Don't you know even in church we can come in and we can worship and we can even be up here and preaching, but we're coming out of the wrong place. It's not going to produce the same result that it would produce if we allowed God to really work on the inside of us and deal with those things that want to lash out, that want to come out in the wrong way. Listen, we're moving into a time, and I've got to bring this to a close, where God wants to do a new thing. We, we talked about we're ready for a new harvest. But listen, we can't go into it any kind of way. God wants us to respond with it differently than maybe we responded with some things before. He wants us to come to him not in a place of religion and tradition or just checking a thing off a of list because somebody told us to do it, but it's coming out of place of purity. It's coming out of a place of sincerity. It's coming out of a place reverencing the holiness of God. Hallelujah. I want to respond with this harvest, in this harvest, the right way. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I want to do it the right way. Anybody ever did something the wrong way? Anybody ever responded to something with the wrong response? Amen. Somebody say, the Lord's still working on me. Come on. God understands that we have to deal with stuff and go through stuff. But the more we obey him, even when we don't feel like it, even when it don't look right, even when it don't feel right, just do right. Somebody say, do right. Do what the words say. Give like the words say give. Be like the words say be. Even when other folk are not responding like they should be, you respond the way God has said. You do what the word have declared. And watch him even bless you even the more. Thank you, Lord. He says you'll be accepted if you do what's right. Lord, I want you to accept my worship, my praise. I don't want to come to the end of my life, and I don't want to be uh, in the place where it looked like Cain had the advantage because Cain was still living, and Abel, was he's, his life was cut short. But don't you know Abel went with God? Abel went into God's presence. And listen, none of us want to do that prematurely, but we don't want to come to the place in life where we stand before the Lord and he says, depart from me, you work of iniquity. You was working. Cain had a work, but the work that he was working wasn't from a place of sincerity and truth. It wasn't from a place of obedience. And don't you know that disobedience is sin? In this time, like never before, that we obey the word of God, that we stop turning and talking away from what God has said, and that we fully align ourselves so that we can be received and accepted by him. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I want to respond to this harvest the right way. Lord, I want to see people changed. I want to see men and women transformed by your power. Lord, I want to see people saved and filled with the, the purity of the Spirit of God. Lord, I want to respond the right way. And Lord, I want to give you the best that I have to offer, even though I know that it's not good enough. But I bring you the sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. It's, it's not just something that's left over or something that I don't want, but it's something that's important to me. It means something to me. And this is what the Lord is saying to you today. Some of you, you've been just bringing me something, but I want what's important to you. Are you willing to give it to me? What, what, what really matters? 
Are you willing to make that sacrifice? Oh, God, are you really, really to make that commitment to honor the Lord? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm not going to let sin have control over my life. I'm going to respond with harvest to this harvest the right way. Hallelujah. Sin too long have had dominion, have had control. It's been mastering me, but I'm not going to let it master me anymore. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want my faith to please him. The Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please him. If you want to be pleasing to the Lord, you respond with harvest in faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please the Lord. He that comes to God must believe. God wants to deal with every place of doubt. He wants to deal with every place of weir. He wants to deal with every place of anger and rejection today. He wants to you to change your response today. There's a different response God wants to see during this harvest time. Thank you, Lord. 